Welcome to the Teela Tubby's podcast. I'm here, I'm Ari Davis, here with Gina Mack. We are working on a project for a TechCom class, uh, the Teela project. Teela is a project that we find an issue, we try to stop it. We try to prevent the issue from happening more. Our, is, our problem is with STEM, and people are dropping out of it and changing the major to something else outside of it. And we, wanna, we don't want that to happen anymore. Today we're here with Professor Michelle Blank. How are you? I am well. How are you, Elric? I am wonderful. It's snowing outside, the sun's out. Very confusing. I do not like it at all. <laughs> I'm trying to get by. I'm really missing to see you now. Yeah. How's, how's your day been so far, though? Oh, it's been excellent. Yeah. I got to spend three classes teaching students, and that makes for a good day. Which class? Uh, critical reading and writing. How's that? How are your classes looking? Awesome. Great kids. No troublemakers or anything? Oh, of course I have troublemakers. They're what give the flavor to the class yeah, sometimes. Football players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, to get on to our topic, our first question is, do you know the dropout rates for people in STEM fields or people who change their majors? Here at Trine? Yes, please. Um, you would get that information from the registrar. Yeah, do I don't know, have access to it. Would you have any idea as to why people do that? Why people change? Um, in engineering, it's often the seawall. Trying to get through Calc 2 is a, is a big challenge for a lot of students, and so we see a lot of students drop at that, at that time. Um, looking at all of the math in an engineering program can be daunting for some students, mm -hmm. and so sometimes they'll run up against um, up against the seawall, up against that the, all those calculus courses that end up just being a little more, not really than they can handle like cognitively, mm -hmm. but just takes a huge amount of time. And sometimes they're just really not willing to put in that much time. Um, it's, it's a choice that, that some students make. Um, with things like health sciences, um, sometimes students realize that you know, maybe bio isn't the way I want to go and they, they want to turn it a little bit. The courses are tough. That's, that's another part of it is calc and chem and some of the bio courses, some of the upper levels, they're tougher than, than some students realize they're going to be. And um, it, it just ends up being a little more than, than they can handle, a little bit of a bridge too far. All right. See, with me being in biology, I 100% understand that. Mm -hmm. It's my second time going through it, and even now I'm still struggling with it because mm -hmm. it's a lot harder than I expected. It's not like going to a big school where you're 500 kids in a classroom you can get by just scraping, you know, mm -hmm. not doing anything. It's so much harder. It's a little harder than high school. Um, is it the people dropping out, do you think there's something better that the school could do, or is it really just the students in their work ethic? things that we're trying to do here in this office is be more intentional about spreading the information about academic coaching and about the tutoring and study sessions. I have students all the time come up here and go, oh, I didn't know there was a study session for that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we've had it since the beginning <laughs> of the semester. Um, so we want to make sure we're getting the word out more because what we find is, for example, students who come to our study sessions regularly average a 3.2 GPA. 
So, and most of them are not ending up having to drop out of a course. Mm -hmm. they're, they're getting through. Um, so we want to push that more. We really want to grow that program. We've grown it over the last couple of years and we want to continue to grow it um, so that we have more times available because sometimes the time can be eh, mm -hmm. a little crunchy for some kids, doesn't quite fit in their, their schedule. Um, so we want to continue to grow that. Another thing we've done is the math department has started the math center. So we're hoping that will eventually grow to be like the writing center mm -hmm. as students hear about it and learn about it and realize they can go there to get help with classes like the calculus classes and trig and other courses in math that students can struggle with. Yeah, I understand with the writing center, it helps me a lot with English Comp 1 and mm -hmm. with just any paper for anything, it helps so much. I'm mm -hmm. so glad we have a resource <laughs> like that out here. Yes. Uh, Gina, anything you need to ask? Um, you answered it fairly already, like with the improved study sessions and like the math center, but I didn't know if you had any like specific ideas for how to like combat people like kind of giving up or changing their major. Mm -hmm. like One of the things that, that we do as advisors and mm -hmm. as, um, as we continue to talk as advisors together and kind of help each other get better at that part of our job is to, to help students not give up too early, to lead them toward the resources that are available, mm -hmm. the tutoring and the math center and the academic coaching. Let's, let's try that first before we just, ah, this is too hard. Yeah. Um, the other really essential part is faculty office hours. Mm -hmm. Students don't go to office hours. When I talk mm -hmm. with other faculty, often I hear, you know, I sit in my office and, and grade or do work during my office hours because students don't come. Help seeking is difficult, and some of us are raised that you don't ask for help because that's weakness or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing some study on help seeking, and it's absolutely fascinating why people don't go get the help they need. But the faculty office hours are hugely important. So trying to get students to hang in there, use the resources available to them, then let's look at when the drop date actually is. Let's, let's not drop too early. Mm -hmm. Let's not jump ship too early. Mm -hmm. Let's talk through this. Let's keep working together. Um, so sometimes the advisor catching up with the student more than just that kind of once a semester. Have the rates of students joining STEM programs, it's gone up, correct, right? Yes. Yes, we, we've sustained um, our engineering programs, but we've seen growth in health sciences. Mm -hmm. So, and we, we expect to continue to see um, at least some growth in the health sciences field. It helps that we're kind of feeding into the PA and PT programs in Fort Wayne, mm -hmm. um, and we've got a number of students doing the 3-3. Three, three. And, and so that makes it uh, a little easier transition and draws students into those health science fields. The PA is brand new, isn't it? It's 2020 mm -hmm. yep. happens? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that will be, um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that all pans out, but we're, we're, it looks like we're gonna be feeding into that program and, and getting students that, that doctoral degree that they want. Has mm -hmm. it worked out really well with the PT? Oh, Correct. brilliantly, Correct. yes. Those students um, have done an amazing job and um, I've, I've had a couple instances where I've been asked to go down and talk with them about research or learning habits and uh, they're, they're really on it and our classes are a nice size and they're going out and getting good solid jobs and, and you know doing good service. 
I want to thank you so much for it. Do we have any more questions? Or? Yeah, I have one more. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should ask that, but so, it's okay. So, would you say, like, the biggest reason people drop out is, like, uh, they can't handle the classwork? It's not, like, the environment or they don't feel, like, connected with their faculty or... So, it's the classes, you think, the biggest reason? That's what I hear from students. Mm -hmm. um, now... Is, is that really what they're feeling? I don't know, yeah. all I can report to you is what they tell me. Yeah. Um, I think there could be some not feeling connected. Mm -hmm. My guess would be that many of those students end up transferring schools though. Yeah, um, okay. Because they, they may not feel connected to the whole environment, but again, that's mm -hmm. just a guess. What I hear from students most is either this isn't what I thought it was going to be, Yeah or this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, and so they, they choose a different route. Okay. And mm -hmm. in, in our project, we have a couple solutions that we came up with. Mm -hmm. One of our solutions was to introduce math at a, a younger age. Mm -hmm. It was algebra one in eighth grade mm -hmm. so that students can go into high level of the math. Do you think that would be effective here? Maybe. Um, we certainly have, I mean, some schools do that already. And so that allows a student in many cases to take Calc 1 as a senior in high school. So coming in with that background can certainly help because if you've already been through some of the basics and you get here and your professor is assuming a certain amount of base knowledge, it's really helpful if you actually have it. Um, because the professors are going to assume a certain amount of base knowledge coming out of high school. So that could be a, a viable solution. Mm -hmm. And then the other solution alongside with it was to bring in people that have been through the programs and that could mentor students that are don't feel comfortable with it. I'm sure mm -hmm. that there are athletes that look at and say, hey, I'm a big time sports player, not some little, uh, little geek or something, mm -hmm. and I'm out of place here. And maybe that's why I would change. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking because people like Elon Musk, Sparta STEM, mm -hmm. Stephen Hawking, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, the mm -hmm. first African American astronaut, Macy Jennison. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a offensive lineman in the NFL who's now starting to reach out to people, Kelvin Beecham, I believe his name is. Mm -hmm. yeah, and if we had something like that, or even just people from around Angola and just Indiana to come out here and say, hey, there is no stereotype to STEM. Mm -hmm. It can be anybody, any mm -hmm. race, any gender, mm -hmm. any religion. Do you yes. think that would be a big help? I think mentoring's a good thing all the time. Yeah. Um, and yes, I think it would work here. When we had Dr. Starks on campus a couple months ago, um, he works for NASA and he's in a program with NASA that works specifically to get specific students into, into this program with NASA. So finding programs like that I think could also be helpful so that there's some more incentive to keep going with this and something other than just when I get out of college, you know, mm -hmm. this is happening kind of here and now. Sometimes in college we feel like we're living in a parenthesis. Like my life will start when I'm done. Well, yeah. oh, your life's happening now. But yeah, mentoring always. And possibly um, advisors can step more into that role. Because I think the students who feel the most comfortable are those who have a really solid relationship either with their advisor or with a faculty member and basically that person becomes like a mentor to them. Mm. But seeing how things that what you've been doing and John Millica have been doing mm -hmm. for the football study tables, mm -hmm. it's 
really good. You're showing them that they have people that to talk to about anything, mm-hmm. and that they're from b- different walks of life and stuff. And mm-hmm. these guys are surely going to take advantage of this in the future. And if they provide that to all students, mm-hmm. especially in university experience and stuff, mm-hmm. that would be. I think that would be very effective. Well, I agree, and that's exactly why we we piloted that program, so that you know one of the objectives is that these this group of, of young men would see other men on campus that they could see as mentors and role models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you. Right, we want to thank you for having us, or I mean, have, joining us. <laughs> um, it was, was great. It was a great experience for us to see how we're doing here at our school mm-hmm. and stuff. And thank you so much for this. Thank and you, guys. This mm-hmm. is the end of the first Teletubbies podcast. Remember that every gorgeous flower blossomed from a stem. <laughs>